New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the Gospel of John. Again, we're happy that you're here. We know God's going to do something great. Today, we have with us our prison ministry pastor, Steve Austin. Hello, everyone. This is Steve Austin bringing you today's podcast from John fourteen nineteen through fifteen seventeen. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, and he will remind you of everything that I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I'm going to my father, for the father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the father and do exactly what my father has commanded me. Come now. Let us leave. Chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I remain in you, then you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that's thrown away and withers. Such branches are, branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples." As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be full in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. 
You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know what his master's business might be. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you may go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so whatever you ask in my father, father's name, he will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Now, there is a gamut of information given there in that section of scripture. So what I want to do is just kind of as I read through preparing for this, um, God really kind of revealed some things through um, really, I guess, John chapter 15 here. So um, I, I'd like to talk about just that little short section of scripture. As we're talking about um, John chapter 15, Jesus is the vine, God is the gardener, and we are the branches. So the first thing I want to look at is the fact that um, that phrase, remain in me, that word remain happens 10 times. It's mentioned 10 times in that short section of scripture. The phrase remain in me is translated as the same word um, from another translation, which is abide. The Greek word for abide for that phrase is meno, M-E-N-O. And there are several meanings to help us understand the fullness of what Jesus is saying here in this text. So um, we'll actually look at the physical, the mental, and the spiritual meanings to help us grasp the totality of abiding and what it means to abide as, uh, as Jesus was telling us here. Okay, so first of all, physically. Physically, it means to stay where you are. Now, if you'll remember, in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus addresses his disciples as he prepares to pray before being led to be crucified. In Mark 14, 34, he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. Abide, meno, abide, stay here and watch, is what it said. So, as we try to navigate this understanding of a physical implication for us today, um, my thought process went here. Um, if, if physically means to stay where you are, then what I would say physically as we abide, don't move. Wait upon the Lord for his plan to be revealed. I believe that we should never move from the place we are unless God reveals that it is time for a move. Whether that's going from church to church or whether that's in relationships, in marriages, whatever that is, jobs, whatever. Listen, don't try to make your life easier by changing your circumstances, especially when God is using our circumstances to shape our character. In my understanding, so many times I found myself running from the very thing that God is attempting to use to settle my own heart. So as we think about physically, what does it mean to abide? It means to stay where you are unless God reveals otherwise. Mentally, let's talk about that for a minute. Abiding means to be fully aware and present in the moment, a mental having the mental capacity to fully engage. It is to not miss what we have where we are. The first thought that comes to my mind every morning when I wake up is I say to God, I say these words literally in my mind and sometimes out loud. I say, God, whatever you do, don't let me miss my lessons today. 
I need to be mindful and aware of God's presence and activity throughout the day. And as I abide, as I am fully aware of his presence in the moment, I have a less tendency to miss what I have where I am. You know, Jesus asked Peter, James, and John to be present with him in the garden, to physically stay there with him. But he also called them to be in the moment with him as he was experiencing the beginning weight of sin, starting that process of separating him for the first time ever from his father. He also called them to be in that moment. He was, in essence, asking them to endure with him, to not let their minds be distracted, but to wait with him beside him and be fully engaged in the moment. To mentally abide means to be fully aware and present in the moment. Spiritually, abiding means to continue drawing from the power source. In 1 John 2, 24, we're told, therefore, let the word of life abide Meno, same word, abide in you, which you heard from the beginning. Let the word of life, the power source, abide. Stay connected. Think about, meditate upon that word in your heart, in your life. If what you heard from the beginning abides, minnows, stays with you as you mentally engage, then we continue to tap into the power source that it provides to give us perspective on the circumstances that we're facing every day. So to abide in this sense means not to exist, just merely exist, but it's to continue living with hope and joy and peace under adversity while engaging with what God is sending or allowing because we know that it's working for us and it's not working against us. It implies being unable to change our negative circumstances, but still able to cling to hope, live life, and continue on as things are, not knowing when or if they will ever even change. But in the same case, not letting the outside circumstances change or touch us internally, or shake our faith in the midst of that process. John tells us that if we let the gospel that we have heard live in us, if we give it our attention, if we allow it to have our energy as we live in Christ, we will endure. We will wait upon God's strategy to be fulfilled in us. We will be one with him, and we will therefore be revealed God will reveal himself to us, and then the overflow of that is that others find him as the natural product of that overflow. Real quick, if a branch remains and abides, it is attached to the vine in such a way that it receives all that the vine has to give. And this is the exact picture that John wants us to understand. It is remaining in fellowship. It is connecting to him in all that God is through Christ Jesus. And it is allowing his life force to flow through us like life-giving sap flows from a branch, uh, from the, the source into a branch. The branch derives its life and power from the vine. Without the vine, the branch is useless, lifeless, and powerless. 
as the sap flows from the vine to the branch, supplying it with water, minerals, and nutrients to make it grow, so we are as we receive the nutrients to feed our inner being. And in so doing, the outer person slowly begins to fade away through our life-giving connection with Jesus. Wow, man. We are completely dependent upon Christ for, for everything. Apart from Him, the Scripture says, we can do nothing. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the Gospel of John. See you guys then.